0: Just call me in if you need me. All right.
1: Be to be with him.
0: Break a leg, boys.
1: (laughs) Always, always. Let's go. Let's
2: go. Two thousand. Michael Michael Wilbon in the back, and Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, I'm.
1: I'm I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for it to come on, bro. I've been watching this for the last hour. For the last hour, dude.
2: Well, if there's something I know about the draft lottery, it's ninety-five percent commercials. So. You'll get a couple minutes of them actually flipping the cards, and then it's just gonna be like, oh, we'll <laughs> yeah, be back. yeah, 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 we'll be back for the
1: fourth card. And we just got done talking to Shameless about how
2: this this shit's rigged, dude. Oh, it's a hundred percent rigged. I mean, we've seen it for years. How many years have the Coyotes been bad and haven't even gotten a top two pick, let alone a top, let alone a first overall pick? Chris, ha- have you ever seen the Coyotes be good? Question. No, dude. Like, man, no. one year, right? The, the Mike Smith year, which, by the way, he, <laughs> he's he still has, playing. <laughs> he has rode the hype from that year for a decade plus. And good on him, dude. I mean, good <laughs> on him. He's still finessing spots on the Oilers and shit. Dude, I, dude, we sat here like two, three years ago and talked
1: about how the Oilers were still going with, with Mike Smith in the in the playoffs. And now here they are. Still with him. And hey, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're are they up in that
2: series right now? No, uh, not. it's two two. Two right? two.
1: Shouldn't be two two.
2: <laughs> like no, it absolutely should not it, be, especially without Drew Dowdy. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that.
1: You, and another thing? I know I screened about this on the pod. The the kings have completely overlapped us yet again. There go the yeah. Uh, the, the bottom. 9.5 chance. Nine percent They have a
2: whole new pool of prospects, they have a whole new core built. In with Kopitar, even though he was in with the old core, but they have a whole new core built, and yeah, they've lapped us completely.
1: It honestly pisses me off, dude. Like the the more and more I
2: think about it, it's it's pretty
1: fucking brutal to be honest. But the thing is with yo,
2: what up, Dank? With how bad the Flyers have been for a decade plus, like I struggle to think of five teams that haven't lapped us. Like you have to be historically bad to not have lapped the Flyers in this time, like the Coyotes. Sorry, but
1: I mean, we talked about on the pod, they will be playing in a a (laughs) literal college stadium very soon. So, I mean, there's only so much
2: to be said about that, which I I still think is just ridiculous. (laughs) But we did talk about the other day how how much of a good time that must be for For college college kids, kids? though. And they probably are going to have more tickets sold than they did before. I guarantee, I guarantee the building's gonna be more full, I guarantee it's gonna be louder. Yeah, so maybe I mean that was their plan all along. I don't know.
1: I mean, they have to definitely do something like. I mean, we talked about it off off air. They have to do something like, hey, a hundred bucks. Here's five games or something. I don't know, something like that. I mean, it's gonna be extremely hard to sell that to to people because I don't know. I mean, yeah, if I was cool. at ASU, I'd be buying some tickets just to go watch them. I mean, why not? I mean, it's not gonna be that bad.
2: Exactly. Yeah, if you're an ASU student, it's probably like the coolest thing ever. But to that point, I guarantee if you're an Arizona Coyotes fan, one of like the eight of them, mm-hmm. you're probably pissed because it just seems like like your franchise is now gimmicky, if you will. Like you're no longer playing in an arena like everyone else. You have to go to some college campus to watch at a half capacity stadium. Like that would suck. Oh yeah, For sure. Especially for if sure. A, like imagine if you lived like five minutes or like 10 minutes away from the Coyote Stadium. And they were just like, nah, locked out of that stadium. <laughs> They're going to go play in a college next year. Like Little shit like that would really piss What's me What's the up. capacity? Do you know? I want to see. I, I saw like a, a five in there. So it's either like 15K, I want to say, or, or 5K. I don't okay, know. I, 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 I hope it's not 5K. Dude. I hope it's not. <laughs> well, that's about how many people are going to be in the building nightly. Because the Arizona Coyotes blow.
1: Wait, throw up that comment real quick. <laughs> and Dank Seltzer kind of spitting right now. Thanks, Elsie. Yo, it's the new and just by- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it will not. No, it will not. I mean I think it's five K yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean there are not gonna be a lot of people going to watch the the Arizona Coyotes, but hold on. Before we let's 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 stop talking about the, the Arizona Coyotes. Let's start talking about the Philadelphia Flyers, dude. Yeah, and by the way, if you're here through Twitter, go through Twitch. um, The Liberty Line on Twitch, go through that. It's a lot more. You can interact with us a lot more. We can throw these comments up to the screen like we just did with Dank Seltzer. So if you're watching uh, through Twitter, go to twitch.tv slash the Liberty Line. Twitch.tv slash the Liberty Line if you want to be a little bit more interactive with us on here.
2: Yeah, let's get this live mailbag going.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean Dank's already in here. You know he's gonna be in here chilling.
2: Yeah, I love I love Dank Seltzer.
1: Uh Seamus was saying that he uh Conway and him know the majority owner of the coyote, Seamus. Of the coyote. I mean that's they know him like define yeah. know him like he said like, went, know- went to school with son Jake Barroway.
2: Dude, are you serious? Give yeah. me some insight on what's going on down there. How come they have a scandal every year that removes their first round pick? Shamus, yeah, Shamus, come here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> because not wait, oh, that's that's another thing, bro. I forgot huh. all about that. I mean, we've been saying how they haven't had a top three pick for years, dude. The last couple of years they haven't had one because they've worked out people for the combine. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just blatantly breaking rules. Blatantly yeah,
1: breaking right. rules. Didn't they draft? Um... Didn't they draft that kid that like?
2: Yes, uh, I forget his name now, but they did draft that one kid who had um, he had a bunch of incidents in college. I forget uh, yeah, his like name recently, now. right? Yeah, I forget. I forget his name. I forget his name. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I honestly don't. Even but I know what you're talking about.
0: Name. But yeah, I, yeah I we went to Conway and I have been trying to find the right time to bring up to you guys that we know this dude <laughs> like, uh, his his son uh, what was in our class, um. Uh, and he, he bought it like while we were in in school with him. So he's I think the majority, I think it's 51%. He owns he's oh,
2: battling wow. over there, man. Yeah,
0: dude, he's going through it.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you just, like do you,
2: do you have
0: any type of communication with him? I mean, like, I follow the son on Twitter. Like we we it's only a class of a hundred kids at our school. Mm-hmm. We went to Haverford. And I don't know, like he seemed nice enough. Like he was. But, like, yeah, I, there's just a lot. Danny, just so you know, you're muted right now.
2: Oh, I know. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, right, he, right. he does that I, during the pause. I just do that whenever there's some noise spiking in the background and someone else is talking. All right. All right. I wasn't sure. I didn't want you to, like.
1: You got scared, Danny. You got yeah, I got scared. I got scared.
0: But, yeah, so uh, we will be bringing up the uh, actual stream. Hopefully, it doesn't get taken down. But just like periodically, like when something's going on, um, so that'll be there for us. And uh, yeah, guys, this is this is important.
1: I'm starting <laughs> to get a little nervous now that we're starting okay. to get a little bit closer to it. I'm definitely it's... nervous. Danny, go. Uh... I have it. What's that? I'm sorry, Danny. Uh, go retweet that tweet real quick. I just tweeted out the I, Twitch. I just Twitch did, make. my man. I just
2: did. But I I have a, a hard time being like nervous for this because. I feel like I'm happy with wherever they select and whoever is in that range, if that makes sense. Because no, absolutely. The draft is always a crapshoot as it is, and I'm I'm already hearing these things about Shane Wright isn't your typical difference maker number one, this that, and it's it's already shaping up to be one of those drafts where the Flyers pick one or two, and then picks three, four, and five are franchise players, and we picked one and two, and he has chronic pink eye or something. <laughs> like I said on the podcast. <laughs>
1: No, but hold on. I I was just talking to a guy on Twitter, and he was talking about how Shane Wright is like the next Nolan Patrick, and like that has to no way. That, that that shit has to stop, dude, because he's not
2: Nolan Patrick is the Trevor worst Drew, number two what's up? pick of all
1: time. He's the worst number two overall pick of all time. of all time. I don't even think. I mean, you said that a couple years ago. And now, my man, what's up? Had <laughs> picture. What up, boys? What's up, Trevor? Go Flyers, baby! Let's go. Where's bleed orange and black at? Yeah, I need bleed orange and black here. Thanks, already here. Um, but no, I need to add them. I don't think, I don't think the separation between Wright and Cooley is all that is is that big because it's going to depend on whoever's picking first. It's going to depend on what their scouts think, because it's not that far apart. It's really not that far. I mean, Logan Cooley absolutely just lit up the under-18s. He had the the Michigan goal. I mean, I know it's the under-18s, and they weren't playing against crazy competition, but Logan Cooley's a really good player, dude, and whoever gets that kid is going gonna, is gonna to have fun. He's not Nolan Patrick. Shane Wright is not Nolan Patrick. I mean, these guys are good. Like, they're actual good hockey players who want to play hockey, and I know Nolan Patrick has gone through a lot
2: of injuries, but – Like that is just straight disrespectful. They just call a prospect out of the gate. Like, yo, he's Nolan Pad. Like, I want Cooley so bad, dude. He's
0: my number one. I want him. I want
2: him too. Yes, Seamus. I think we get number two, and I think we get Cooley. I've locked it in on the podcast, and I'm still, I'm still sticking with it. All right, all right. I think we get number two. But if we got number one, and we got Shame right, this is something I was asking Stumps the other night. How quickly are we hype? Are we hopping on that hype train? And selling
1: our. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we just signed Fedotov. If we get Trots and then the second overall pick, dude, Trotz. Oh my God. It, 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 it all turns around. It's all Trotz is it around. for me?
2: Trots oh, is yeah. it for me?
1: Yeah. Well, me and you talked about it yesterday. will we probably play a little bit more of a boring style of play. Probably, yeah. But will we will will, uh, will we win games? Yeah, like that dude. Everybody's want went he he,
2: he wins hockey games so oh no I I want boring ass wins I want to go on the podcast and talk about <laughs> three consecutive two one wins to, be, to honest, be honest boys I don't good. think we can really screw up here top six is golden you know I've yeah. thought that in years past and then <laughs> and then we then we hear Bobby Clark go on interview shows and it's like nah well I wanted a car you know like I'm the one who wanted a car no it was a game, game wasn't it or yeah high it either way. Either way, it would um, have been a much better pick.
1: But like, is it like, like? I mean, I've been going at not at people, but I've been talking to people on Twitter like the last two weeks. Like, oh, like really? doesn't matter where they pick, uh, they're gonna mess it up anyway. I'm like, that was the that was the Hextall era. Like, Chuck Fletcher's drafts are, have actually been pretty good. I mean, the jury's still out with them. Don't get me wrong, but they've sure. been pretty good. I mean, Tyson Forrester, Cam York. I mean, Cam York was his first pick. Elliot Day looks like a steal at 135. I mean, it doesn't even matter what he turns out to be. I mean, if he's a bottom six player, that's a steal at 135. I mean, how many points
0: does he have this year?
1: I could look he, it up right now, but I mean, I think he's he had like 34 goals or something, second in the QMJHL in playoff points right now. And let, let's
2: not forget that in the 2019 draft, his first draft, a move that was highly ridiculed at the time, trading back from the position to draft a Cole Caulfield to still get cam york and then pick up the pick to go get a bobby brink who just had his breakout year in college this season and looks like playing yeah. professional hockey now so um yeah that was a move he got criticized for in the beginning i did as well I, I i wanted Cole Caulfield. i drank the kool-aid but as time progresses that that's a w for chuck as of now
1: i mean i i mean me and you were sitting in my basement just
2: Oh, Cole Caulfield, but
1: the Cam York is still a really good player. And like you no, said, no, I mean, no, listen, you one have two. to
2: understand. You have to understand something. When he goes up to the podium and he go and everyone's talking <laughs> Cole Caulfield and he goes from the and he he, he makes it all dramatic, like too. You have to understand. No, he knows. What he he he's goes, doing. and from the US national development program. And I'm like, Yes, Cole Caulfield. And he's Cam York. I'm like, bro, he literally threw out a juke move. Dude, the it's Sean crazy. McCoy
1: juke move, dude. Yeah, Yo, we sure. all started
2: jumping in Stumpo's basement. And then when we heard Cam York, we were like, what? Yeah. And then we started getting that. And then Stumpo, to his credit, was the first one to be like, you know what? Let's give York Let's give York a second here. Let's give York a chance here. You did say I that did. I day say one. That. Yeah. I said it day one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I still think – I mean, I don't think he's going to be a Kale McCarr by any means, but, I mean, he, he's, he's going to be a good player. And like you said, we got – Bobby Prank right next to him. So, if they turn out to be good players, I mean, oh, here we go, here we go. Shame. Should I just uh, turn this off behind me, or leave it up there and just? I mean, you can leave it up there. All right. Show the
2: commercials. <laughs> we also passed on Matt Boldy. Bleed Orange and Black is here. Hey, passed on a lot of people. We also passed on the Brinkat in the second round. We did
1: pass on. I mean, I mean, yeah. Did we get Leberge? We got Leberge, yeah. Leberge, Leberge. Wait, Dang Seltzer. I think I learned how to say uh, David Cherichek? Not, <laughs> not Chirik, Chirichek?
0: We need a phonetic spelling in the chat right now.
2: <laughs> like, like I said to Stampo the other day, though, why? Damn, am I-, I got you- it wrong. Why am I spending all this time trying to learn how to pronounce a future New Jersey Devils name? <laughs> <did> <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Got some good playoff matchups
1: tonight, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, these playoffs have been really fun. Besides the them. the I mean, you did make a good point you know, like, I mean, a, a good Jay is silent ain't it's ain't, what? Your
2: track. Year,
1: oh, okay. <laughs>
2: he, he, you probably had Mirror. him crying. You oh, could say anything, yeah. I'd
1: believe him. So,
2: <laughs> no,
1: yes, yeah, I'm bad with names though. Like, I'm <laughs> really, like, if I don't know what your name is and you have a name like that, eh, it's yeah,
2: especially like when the guy's from like Czechoslovakia. I mean, like, give me a break.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, uh, Seamus, to answer your question, Dayrne is currently
1: fifth in the QMJ in points right now in the playoffs with seven, one goal, six assists. But the regular season, uh, he finished – oh, my God. What am I doing here? Oh, my God.
0: While Stumps is looking for that, if you're on Twitter, make sure to come over to Twitch and join in the conversation. It's twitch.tv slash the Liberty Line. We can't see comments on Twitter. So if you want to talk with us and be part of this, come through.
2: Yes. 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 Join us.
1: Yeah. Twitch.tv slash the Liberty line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pull pull that up real quick. Yeah. With us remotely
3: and will soon learn the fate of their draft position for the first round of the. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Who, who, who's.
3: Look <laughs> at Chuck, dude. Look at yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs>
1: official.
0: Looking very official.
1: That's oh, so funny. Top, top right. right. I don't, I don't. I don't want to watch that. Um, oh, you don't want to
2: watch
0: Kevin.
1: <laughs> I love Kevin
2: Weeks, dude.
1: Uh, Kevin Weeks is funny as hell.
2: He's a he's Re- reporting live from a Pocono's hot tub. Like yeah, Yo will not return. <laughs>
1: Copy strike
2: time. Copy strike time.
1: Like like Sheamus said, dudes be watching entire movies on Twitch.
2: <laughs> yeah. We're good. If we're Twitch on YouTube, is not
0: really an issue. It's yeah. YouTube would
1: be a big issue.
0: Yeah, exactly. It would have had a flag Isn't already. it any
2: content that is monetized? Yeah, is that, yeah.
1: Bleed orange said, "Looking forward to that Minnesota-St. Louis game for sure. That series has been awesome." Kaprizov, who's also 135th overall pick, and who was he drafted by Danny in 2015?
2: Just drafted by Chuck
1: Fletcher. He was indeed. He was indeed. <laughs> I I saw people. Like, oh, maybe I saw one guy I was like, maybe Day or could be. um our brain and point. I'm like, all right. All right, let's all calm right. down. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> brain of Point is one of the best players in the NHL. Oh my gosh. Look at Philly. Dude,
2: two series nine point five. Come on, baby. Let's go. Man, that last game against Seattle. When you look at it on, on the odds board right now, that sucks. That last game I had against to, Seattle. I had it? to
1: run the WordPress and write that story about Dave Haxtell, dude.
2: <laughs> he got run. us one last time. Run
1: but- last time. Where does he play next year? Who? Who are we just talking about?
2: That's a good question. Bleed. We need some context, brother.
1: All, uh, all Flyers fans are either too hopeful or thinks everyone's shit. I mean, a I, I, uh, day or nay, he'll, he'll probably be playing in the AHL for a little bit next year. But I think he's going to have a decent shot to make the team. We got you. Don't have sports to watch this. All thanks the for the eight.
2: stream, fellas. You got, got it. You. you got it. Yeah, I'm excited to see him in the A because we we've talked about for years. Like our one thing to get us to calm down on getting too hype about him was, well, he's in the queue. Like we've seen guys light up the queue before and it doesn't necessarily translate. The prime example of that is Alexis Lafreniere, who I know the jury's still out. I know he's still young, still could be a great player, but for a first overall pick and what he was touted to be, the it, the skills didn't necessarily translate from the queue to the to the NHL. So I mean, I'm excited. You- do you okay, have any you worry
0: you. about Shane Wright doing that? Because he's not in the QMJHL. No, I'm saying like skills transferring as the number one pick.
2: Well, I believe he's the one no. guy where where scouts think like he he's going to translate because he plays such a responsible game and he's like physically ready. His all his attributes are there, so they think he's gonna be ready. But I also saw scouts say that about Nolan Patrick. So yeah,
1: see, like the thing about the thing about. Shane Wright is – yeah, he plays a two-way responsible game. And as soon as people hear that, they're like, oh, Nolan Patrick, Nolan Patrick, which is just – Shane Wright, he's not the fastest guy. He's not the most agile guy in the world. He's not going to be juking dudes like crazy like a Braden Point. He's got a great shot, probably the best shot in the draft. He's so smart. He plays with pace. Like he's a very, very, very good hockey player. And I probably think he would be – yeah, I think he'd be NHL, maybe NHL ready. Like and of everybody in this draft, he's probably gonna be the, he's probably gonna be NHL ready. I would probably say maybe Cooley, but I think Cooley's gonna go to Minnesota for at least
2: a year. So I think the Flyers end up with Savoy, MC Philly. That's it. just the beauty of this. Like there is so many different scenarios, like the way this can play out, and I'm still a happy camper, honestly.
1: Shane Wright needs a year in the Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, But I think if I had to pick somebody from the draft to be NHL ready, it would probably be him. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to the minors. I mean, this isn't like a superstar draft. We all know that.
2: Yeah, they say after the midway point of the first round, the drop-off is pretty severe.
1: Yeah, I mean, after, like, for me, after, like – Thirteen, fourteen is when I'm just like, uh-uh. so that's like Nick Gore follows us on Twitter, asks us a lot of questions all the time. He asked me he was like, would you be mad if they traded back? And I was like, it depends on how far back they traded. If they if if they traded to back to like twenty, I'd be furious. I, I think I think Flair would walk out of the building. But if they traded like if they if somebody at six, nah, if somebody at like seven or eight was like, we're in love with this said player that you're currently about to pick. Yeah, do it. Like, I mean, this, this isn't a superstar draft where you trading back is going to be a big deal. Trade back, get some assets. I can see big, yeah. Yeah, th- this draft is going to be crazy. Like, it, it's going to be solely dependent, obviously, on each team's scouting department and what each team thinks is going to be the best. Look at Shane right up there. Hold on. That up there.
2: Oh, that's, yeah. Halsey just had a comment that was very interesting. He sees, I don't know, um, yeah, uh, you know, what the order is himself. Yeah, that's what I was talking
1: about. Right? Yeah, it's his draft. It just depends on who, uh, what the scouting people
2: think look at shane right talking
1: look at shane right
2: talk he's like i just hope the coyotes don't win this yeah.
1: <laughs> i
0: mean could you imagine living in new jersey though <laughs>
2: yeah. dude dude honestly yeah. like it, for him it's either like you're either going to arizona to play in a college stadium you're going to play for a terrible seattle team that's brand new or you might go to a huge market in Montreal. Or you might go to a decent market in Philadelphia. Like, this is such a gamble for him right now.
0: It's really 50-50 for him. It's
2: 50-50. <laughs> Seriously. And, yeah, yeah, like you said, New Jersey can win. Another guy going to Newark, maybe. 2019-20 OHL Rookie of the Year.
1: Yeah, put, put Dank's comment up here real quick. Dank be spitting.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's going to go right, but he could go over Cooley.
1: Oh for sure. He could definitely go number two. But like I wouldn't like nothing in this draft would surprise me. If he went number one, I I, I would be sitting there like, all right,
2: like, they're scouting department. also. Yeah, thanks so, when you say Shane Wright is Shane Wright confirmed. Are like are you Oh a there, there he is with the box? Sorry, Danny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's the card. <laughs> are you a believer of Shane Wright yourself? Or are you just saying that because you think, like, the national pundits and all the scouts have him as the consensus one? Because I'm interested to see how everyone thinks about the number one pick going into this. Because <laughs> I want to know if people want to see us get that number one card or if if they are low-key. Yes, I'm a huge believer in right. All right, good. I like to hear that.
1: All right, cool.
2: I like to hear that. Apparently, like Carter... Uh, Carter... Uh...
1: Uh, I don't want to even butcher his name. Gauthier or Gunthier? He's been shooting up draft boards lately. Um, And like I said in the last podcast, that Will Scout, he really likes him. He really likes Brad Lambert, who's uh, really good.
2: But he Um, also had Namek in a lower tier than most people do. Right?
1: He did have uh NEMICH lo- uh, a little bit lower but his last pod he just kind of bumped NEMICH up a little bit. He, he 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 thought his playoffs was insane, which it was. I mean, he broke records in the playoffs, so Gochay.
2: Yeah, Gochay. It's, it's interesting to me that he has Lambert as his like top tier in his top tier when Dude, when I, it seems man. like no other mock draft person <laughs> is doing that right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, the world, yeah, I have uh, bleed orange and bomb crying. Dang.
2: <laughs> yes, he serious. is, dude. The guy knows how to pronounce every hockey player's name. Um, I love it. What was I going
1: to say, though? What were we just talking about? Damn. Kind of to forget now.
2: <sighs> Shane Wright. No. Something along those lines. No, uh, Brad Lambert being an ATP oh, prospect.
1: Yeah, so the World Juniors right before it got canceled with COVID. I mean, he was was one of my favorite players to watch in that tournament. He was he was really 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 good. So I mean, if that would have not have gotten canceled, ugh, he may, he might be higher on a lot of other people's draft boards. So you never know because of that. That was just a huge tournament for so many players, and that got canceled about like four four games in, four days in, something like that.
2: It was such a shame because me and you just got started watching it during Christmas break and stuff. I know. Just getting in the swing of things. And Day was just starting to get some reps as well. That sucked, man. That was a hit. Oh, yeah. I
1: forgot. I forgot he played for Team Canada in that yeah, tournament. He played very well, too. Yeah.
2: Like, he actually was on, like, the depth line, and he was performing. Like, I, I tuned into some of the early games that Team Canada played, and he was producing. And he was – the coaching staff loved him. I remember other fan bases – that had highly touted Canadian prospects going, Why is Elliot Desnoyers playing in a prominent role over my prospect? And it's just because the Team Canada coaching staff had more trust in him from what he showed at camp.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the thing about Desnoyers coming out of the 2020 draft, the two way game was there. Like the scouts were very, very content on his ability to play two ways in the NHL eventually, but it was the offensive game that they had questions about. Then he got traded from, um, I forget what the, the name of the team that he was with, Mon- Monkent or something like that. Um, Then he got traded to the Mooseheads, and then his, his offense took off. So, I don't want oh, another sorry. slow center. <laughs> Geeky, he's a big, big center. So, Yeah, I, I don't blame me. I want a dynamic player. I want a Logan Cooley. I want a Slavoski with that shot. I mean, his shot in the Olympics was so fun to watch. Oh, shit.
2: Put this on, Seamus. Got you.
3: We are moments away from oh the draft order. Thank you, Scott.
2: I told Thank you they you have some the bald leader guy leader. come out with thirty cards. <laughs>
3: so the <this laughs>
0: earlier than years past. Why?
3: Well, I think our GMs, by nature, are very, very competitive, and I think they want as much time as they can to prepare with their scouts for the draft. Some so
1: bald guy is the commissioner. High picks. Right.
3: And what's the league hoping to accomplish with these changes? Well, I think the, uh, the the reduction in the number of draws and then the limitation on move-ups were both meant to reduce the number of low-finishing clubs that fall dramatically in the draft uh, and to impact the that. Seems,
2: I didn't even know about fall. that.
1: No, they never start at 1, Bleed Orange. They'll start at 10. The
3: results of this year's NHL draft lottery. Bill, the floor is yours. I wish all 16 clubs participating in the draft lottery good luck. Oh, man. Let's get this underway. Here it is. Oh wait, no,
1: this right, sixteen. I'm 16th sorry.
3: Sixteenth overall selection Here it is. in the 2022 NHL Draft belongs to the Vegas Golden Knights.
2: That tracks. Still crazy that they pick missed the playoffs.
3: Actually, transfer to the Buffalo
2: Sabers as part of the Golden Knights trade for Jack to the Eichel League. this year. Finally, had a Buffalo disappointing game. So Vegas
1: just lost that pick to Buffalo. Prime. Times and the last
2: time was in oh, dude! Oh, that's, that's awesome. That
1: pick. That's sick. <laughs> Top that's ten protected, great. right?
3: That's awesome. That's probably in the Eichel, Eichel the trade as well. It's awesome. And the 2022 NHL draft belongs to Vancouver Canucks. This is the first time uh. that the Vancouver Canucks have had a... <laughs> Why is he sitting <laughs> like, that? He's like, yeah, That's yeah, all right. Yeah,
1: Day or Nay's comments about the playoffs with his moosehead team was awesome.
3: The 14th overall selection in the 2022... They churned through
1: these.
2: Yeah, they turn through the first, like, 10, and then they have a commercial kick. in between all the last five. So,
3: 18, <gasps>
1: Vegas, Vegas, bro, looks so
2: depressed. <laughs>
3: He the does. 13th overall selection in the 2022 NHL draft belongs to the New York Islanders. This is the first time since 2019 that the Islanders will have a first this round draft. This guy drafted. just fired The drops. last time they drafted 13th overall was back in 1987, selected Dean Chanel. The 12th overall selection in the 2022 NHL draft belongs to the Columbus Blue Jackets.
1: They're going to be a good team. The Columbus Blue Jackets going to be a good team. What if mm-hmm. out of
2: nowhere? He was like, nah, you know what? Flyers picking <laughs> 19. <laughs> Bring me trots. Yes, bleed orange and black. I saw a lot of people saying
3: in the 2022. Uh, let's NHL check it on
2: this pick, actually. I'll get back to that.
3: The San Jose Sharks.
2: Another team about to lap us.
1: Yet, yet another team.
2: <laughs> uh, to my point about trots, I saw a lot of people saying, um, because he had – like this was his first NHL year relatively failing with the Islanders. The Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim Ducks. They were wondering the why he would get fired. And they said there had to be something else behind the scenes Trevor's that no one knows about. And I, I disagree because in
3: 2019.
2: he got this fired after back winning back the Stanley Cup with Washington. Okay, so. So
0: what pick do you think starts the – you can miss on these prospects?
1: See, there isn't a prospect like that in this draft, but I would say like seven okay right here
2: yeah the range it's it's hitting right now
3: over the last four years that Buffalo's had multiple first round picks
2: he didn't walk away they
1: wouldn't pay him
3: selection in the 2022 NHL draft belongs to Detroit Red Wings they wouldn't
1: pick they wouldn't pay him trot the money that he wanted to be paid
2: so yes yeah this fire as King as as just as said as that as it's exactly it's all about money it is all about money. Trotz won a cup with Washington. Didn't get the money he wanted. Didn't get the respect he wanted. He went to the Islanders. Fixed that situation. Now he's not getting paid there.
3: The Ottawa Senators.
2: Dude, this is
1: this is they're
3: going fast,
2: fast. I've never seen it go this fast. That's
3: crazy. The number six overall selection. Six, six. This could be us. Draft belongs to Chicago Blackhawks.
2: Blackhawks don't move up. Black Survive another three, pick. Blackhawks don't move up. I was worried about that because they're a big market, too, themselves. The
3: Jackets will have multiple
2: first-round picks. Sorry, guys. I gotta, oh, Columbus steals it. Wow, dude. Columbus, you're right. Five. Now
1: five. We had the highest chance to have five.
3: Oh, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I he's like, the yeah, all right, dude. All right, season, dude. Way back, in
1: 1967
2: that means that's crazy new jersey moves, moves up again one, get the hell out of position. here of course of those course i was just gonna say that
1: shit.
2: Crazy. i was just
1: those gonna say them. that they get heat he sure they get huge they get oh all these players
2: God. bro that oh is they just... moved
0: up again
2: no i'm fucking draft draft mad draft draft
0: dude take
2: they're guaranteed a top two as well they're guaranteed a top two Know that,
1: dude. If they get number one, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so mad. I am going to be screaming.
2: Oh my going god. To be So mad. It if happened again, two. dude. We tanked the whole year, and it happened again. That is unbelievable. Oh, uh, they cut the commercial, dude. That's oh my god! Crazy, crazy. You cut the commercial right after that. They're like, "Fuck, Flyers fans, go to commercial." Check out this new movie coming out with Tom Cruise. Like, all right, dude. Oh. Wait, Dan,
1: you said the Devils are promised with the top two?
2: Yeah, what what's what's his name? Just tweet it. New Jersey's guaranteed now a top two pick. I think it was Friedman.
0: I mean, come on now. I mean, what, is it's, 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 what is that? What is that?
1: Bye-bye, cool Yeah, yeah oh,
0: seriously, you, dude.
1: See you, cool <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was nice knowing you. <laughs> it was
1: nice. It was nice talking about you for a little bit, cuz uh, Matthew Wait, Savoy. Hello. Um. Yeah. Um.
0: Nemec, do you think he
1: falls? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah.
2: This takes us out of the range to get. You whoever wanted. I would not
1: mind your check at all.
2: It's um, in the hands of the league now. Now it's no longer a matter of we pick the guy. I'm, we I'm want. not as high it's, on
1: Kemel I'm not as high on Kimmel as a lot of people. He's good. I, I don't his like five him. On, His 5-on-5 five five play worries me. His 5-on-5 yeah. play worries me.
0: I don't like him on the boards. Like, it's just...
1: Nah, yeah. I I, I love his shot. He's a. I mean, he's a lot more of a shoot-first guy than, than um Cooley is, but it, it's that, just, his 5-on-5 five five play worries
0: me. This is a good question from Bleed Orange and Black. Great obviously. question.
2: Do we trade down now or package a player and move up? Well, I don't think that they would do it necessarily right now, but... The question of if they do it from now up until the draft is very interesting. It's very interesting because we know the Flyers, and historically, they always have a guy who who they want at five. That's there at eight for some reason, and they Jake
1: will... get out of this stream. Get out,
2: Monahan and kadri Get out.
0: But you guys said it in your last podcast episode. You you said that we after a season like this, you have to make the pick you have to make a pick like yeah. you just can't go through a season like this and trade for kadri
1: i mean when's the last time you've seen a team trade a a a top a top 5 pick we have a top 5 pick for a, an impact player like it, has, it doesn't really happen i mean the 8th pick has been has been thrown around a lot um, but like i don't i don't remember a top 5 pick ever being used for a player i mean i could but be like- completely wrong
0: even trading down, like I, I feel like you owe it to the fan base to like just keep a top five pick.
2: Yeah. I kind of agree with you. I have to I have to agree Jesus with you. Five. Wait, my
1: I oh, I'm so mad. My friend, I'm friends with this girl her name's Tara. She's a huge, huge no, not like that. I mean yeah, a little <laughs> bit like that. Um huge devils fan. And she just texted me. Huge oh, no,
0: you player. can't open that up right, right now. Wait,
2: wait, look. <laughs> behind so, you.
1: about that draft pick, get, get out of here, Taylor. I'm mad at you.
3: You guys. Oh, uh, everybody yeah. looks Seattle. You Seattle had to win that game. Overall selection in the 2022 NHL draft belongs to the. No the
2: odds, way. The Once again, they don't get a top two because, of course, it's going <laughs> to.
1: <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't mean
2: to do that. Montreal and New Jersey, huh? Let's just give New gonna Jersey. It's Montreal. Everybody. Nah, nah, nah snuffs. let's just give New Jersey everybody. Fuck it. And every upcoming... You know, Bedard? Let's give them Bedard, too.
3: First overall in the 2022 Upper Deck NHL Draft, Bill.
2: They're doing first right now?
3: Get that, get that smile off your damn the face. 2022 NHL it's going to be New Jersey, isn't it? The Montreal Canadiens, which means number two, the New Jersey Devils. Damn,
2: Canadiens is about to be crazy dude
0: nice
3: nah nah, bro i think the
2: devils just made out like bandits dog easily dude they're the the devils for sure the devils the devils just got another jolt in their rebuild that they have been unable to get off the ground for so long and they get another jolt to it why new jersey man why does new jersey keep winning all this shit fucking devils Devils, i'm gonna drown myself i know and you just know he's gonna be a stud you know he's gonna be Oh, you know he's going to be on the power play next to Hughes, daggering us in three years from now? Thanks again, boys. Hope your Flyers get a gem. Thank uh, you. Me too. Me too. Hey, hey. We all know what happened last time we picked number two. They love flashy. Yeah, they yeah, 100%. Devils are going to take Chloe. They love flashy.
1: For 100%. It's going to be no. They like their defensemen, though. They could go Nemich.
2: I could see them getting uh, Slavkovskis as well. Just because they they do like their big snipers, dude. They're big European snipers. They love that shit. Draft I could see that as well.
1: Dumbest shit ever.
2: I could see that in a devil's jersey. I really could. Draft lottery is the dumbest shit ever. That was stupid. And that I'm sucks. pissed at Seattle because Seattle having to win that game to give them number third in the odds just so they get number four. Or Seattle had to lose that game. The game they were up 3-1. Dave Shaking Axel. Yo, you think he's back as coach? If he is, it's almost like a we're going for Bedard, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, that would really get get their uh, their franchise off the ground if that happened.
2: Dude, New Jersey again! I can't believe it, bro. That's crazy! All those games where me and Stumbo sat there and texted each other. Oh, New Jersey won tonight, and we lost. So they 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 got more separation on us in the standings, and it didn't even matter. Didn't mean shit. Didn't even matter. Uh, upper deck NHL draft live from the Bell Center. Of course, yeah, you knew Montreal was going to get the number one. The draft is in Montreal. I mean, that one was a lock, but the number two was a surprise. would love to see the odds revamped. What do you like? Like the, the rules? No, I think he's saying, like, for instance, the number one team has, like, a 25. In the oh, yeah, two. yeah. The Montreal,
1: got, like, New Jersey, Arizona, Seattle, Philly, Columbus, Ottawa, Detroit.
2: Man, man, you see the NFL is potentially going to a lottery as well. Uh, I, I I like that a lot. Yeah, I think that's the a good Lions move. Lions
0: and the Jaguars. That way you don't have. 100%. That way you don't have
2: two zero and fifteen teams like in a tank bowl in week seventeen. Pick number one, Montreal. Pick number two. Oh my god, that hurts so much yeah, to dude, see. That stinks. To How me. many times are they going to be give like? It's New Jersey,
1: dude. Nobody Seriously. wants to go play in New Jersey. This isn't
2: Pittsburgh. Like, if it was Pittsburgh, Rangers, Boston, that's one thing. Even Montreal, it's one thing. But New Jersey, New Jersey's getting that Edmonton treatment that Edmonton got during the two, uh, the 2010s, remember? Where, like, no matter what, Edmonton was picking top three and they picked number one eight times until they got a generational talent. Like, goddamn, just get, keep giving them more cracks at it. Lottery doesn't stop tanking.
1: Yeah, I mean obviously it doesn't but it it it, it yeah. It, it makes you think twice. It makes you think twice. I mean look at us. Danny just Danny exactly. just we Danny literally just got done saying we me and Danny sat here watched games intently the last month of the season Devils games with the sole purpose to finish ahead of them which we did and they only they come back and and they screw us. And they come back and and they screw us in the end, just like the New Jersey Devils have always done. They come back and they screw us.
2: Unreal, dude. Unreal, unreal. Unreal. Dude. In what was supposed to be the first step in in, in changing the tone of of the the, the vibe of the Flyers fan yeah. base right now? Do you know what it worries now me shattered now? Shattered completely. Do you know what
1: worries me the most? Now that we have the number five pick away from the top three. I feel – I can't help but feel like they're going to go off board. Not completely off board, but they're going to go with, like – like, I like Frank Nazar, Nazar, whatever his name is. Uh, Mackey, I like him, but they're not better than than, than Cooley. I mean, I Kamel would be terrible. I, I I don't know, dude. Who,
2: who the, wants to live in New- Who I mean, the fuck yeah. wants to live in Newark? I went there once, and the first thing I saw was a 90-year-old man taking a shit in the middle of the road.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's
2: uh, – uh, Mean they talk place.
1: about it all the time. Who wants? Yeah, exactly. Who wants to go play in Newark? Why? Why are they? Philadelphia is a big market team. Exactly. How are we five? <laughs> How are we Listen, five?
2: We get number two and Noah Patrick's a number two overall pick? But it it really makes no sense because every like everyone in the NHL, every God, broadcasting dang. company, anyone who creates content. In the NHL wants the Flyers to be good. And I'm not talking just Flyers fans. They are nope. a top five brand when they are good. They are on national games. They will play 20 plus games on ESPN if they are good. I mean, that's it's the same with every Philadelphia team. Like, this is no secret. Whenever Philadelphia, when Philadelphia team is good, they are an undeniable like top five market in their respective sport. And New Jersey is not. <laughs> like, it's just I don't, they don't deserve this shit, dude.
1: No, they don't. They really don't,
0: dude. They, they don't. Really and don't. I would vent. I would venture to say that Philadelphia, <laughs> in relation to their own league, it it's the biggest in hockey. Like with the with the Eagles, like you know they're a top tier team, but they're not the Philadelphia Flyers. Like I would say, the Flyers are like the, the Flyers- sixth most important team in the league. In so, the yeah, no, I, yeah, I,
2: I I agree. I agree. If you look at their their resume throughout time they are that brand they are that grandstanding national tv brand they are the the new york knicks of basketball and i say that because they are in like essentially the same boat they're irrelevant (laughs) just like the new york knicks but the nba needs the knicks to be good because when the knicks are good it's great for business and that it's the same with the flyers i mean yeah even as
1: much as Pittsburgh fans don't want to admit it when we're good those games are fun like you want us to be like – you want to yeah. watch a Flyers-Pittsburgh game and you want to be screaming at your TV on a Tuesday night on the edge of your seat drinking a couple beers. Like You want that shit. Yeah. Lately, Dude, it's, it's been terrible. That, that, that rivalry hasn't even been a rivalry. It's been nothing. You want us to be good. It's, it's why you see
2: the Flyers playing on like Black Friday at 2 p.m. every year against the Rangers at home. It's because they're always – even when they suck, they are still looked at as that team. Like, they I'm are a stock this year, and they still played many, many national TV games. I'm just praying somebody goes off the board top four. Yeah.
1: Or, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm i throwing all my poker chips on on Savoy. Give me Savoy. He's he's the Matthew Barzell of this
2: draft. More importantly, Savoy, for me, everything starts with Barry Trotz. Yeah. You trots and, in
1: Savoy. You're basically giving trots
2: the Islanders with Parcel. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more the Flyers right can't let this slip because it's not about money. We know it's not about money. The Flyers, if, if the excuse is made that it is about money, stop following this team yesterday.
0: Seriously. This hurts right here. This green, so, yeah, green Let's hurts. talk
1: about this real quick, though. Canadians are going to go Shane Wright 100%. Yeah, the Devils, the Devils, I could see them going Nemich. They love their defensemen. The Devils and Seattle love their defensemen, so I could see the Devils going. I mean, this is crazy. They got got them getting going with Slavoski. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not mad at Matthew Savoy. If we end up with Matthew Savoy, I would not be mad. If if or uh he, uh I don't want to butcher his name again. What's his name? Your <laughs> check. Jay
0: is silent. Yeah. Year
1: check. check, yeah, year check. We end up with Year check wouldn't be mad at all. Um, Will William Scouch, who is, I mean, he's a beast. He's an absolute beast with that scouting stuff. He loves him. He thinks he's the best defenseman in the draft. So, I mean, if they go him, like I said, any before this even started, anybody at in the top eight, I'm cool with as long as they don't go off the board. So, yep. the Yotes go in that much, I don't see Seattle
2: taking Cooley. Uh. But we see this every year. We always see one team pick somebody who wasn't projected to go. And it happens during the lottery. No be We would get past
1: the Coyotes. They need a center.
2: Yeah. No, I, agree with, I, I, I mean, agree. they need everything. So yeah, best player I mean, available. I feel like that top four is, is just kind of undeniable. Like either way you slice yeah. it. I mean, I could see it playing out.
1: But I, I mean, I could honestly see. I could see. I mean, right going number one. I could see. The Devils going Nemich. yeah. Arizona going Savoski, and then the, uh, then Seattle going Cooley. Or I could see Seattle going Urich, like, like I just am saying. Seattle and New Jersey love their defensemen. I'm like I said, I'm, I'm just agreed, and they
2: have taken taken nothing but. High-end offensive talent. It seems like blank with, check these, with these with these high-end picks the last couple of years. So it wouldn't surprise me if they use this opportunity to take Nemec. But uh, blank check for Barry. Agree because, dude. The more and more I think about it, if he doesn't go here, he's going somewhere else, and he's making them a winner. And I don't want it to be against a team in the Metropolitan Division. If he goes anywhere
1: else, it's go- uh, not anywhere else. But if he goes somewhere else, and it's Winnipeg. That's his hometown. wouldn't be that mad at it. Just not, like you said, not in the Metropolitan Division. If he goes away and goes back to his hometown of Winnipeg and go coaches there, whether or not they have Schleifler or not another conversation. But if he goes there, I'm cool. But if he, like, I don't know. If he goes anywhere in the Eastern Conference, it's going to be bad. I don't know why, but I got this weird feeling. Pittsburgh trades Malkin, prospects for their number two pick. Like I said, you don't see that happen. But it's I, not happening.
2: Yeah, I don't see Malkin going, especially in this draft. I wouldn't I wouldn't see them wasting that wild card for this draft. But no, I do no. think I do think moves are coming with the penguins soon. The penguins I, are not trading
1: Malkin to the New Jersey 30-something-year-old Malkin to the New Jersey Devils when they could sit there and take a
2: really good 18-17-18-year-old. That's not happening. I like the idea though, bleed. Like I said, I do see I do envision the penguins core being broken up soon. And I feel like we've been saying that for a while. And I know they're in the midst of winning a playoff series, but they're last dance. Yeah. In a way, it does kind of it does kind of feel like the penguins last dance.
0: So I mean the same with the Capitals as well.
2: Yeah, yeah and dude, happen, that, dude right? they have are a surprise, but not to me. Going into that series with Florida, man, you always see it. The President's Trophy winning team, I feel like they expel so much energy. There's so much parity in the NHL. To, to have that good of a record to win the President's Trophy, <laughs> I feel like you need to – what?
1: This is true.
2: Oh, jeez. Uh, dude, look. No. No. Did New Jersey fire that, – that is what I'm saying. That is the nightmare scenario. And here's the thing. If you're the Flyers, you can stop this before it fucking happens. You have Comcast money. You are the Philadelphia Flyers. We talk about – and I see people – why would he want – every time we say Penguins last dance, Crosby adds five – yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't think Crosby goes anywhere, but I mean last dance in terms of like contending for a cup. Like yeah. realistically like, as well.
0: LeTang because, is on his last leg. Yeah,
2: and they got Ron Hextall as a GM, and we all know he's blow-up happy. He's looking for the first opportunity to, to make his stamp on the team. Um, What was that – was I just saying something? I feel like I was. Yeah,
1: you were saying something about a blank check. You are the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: oh, yeah, Barry Trotz, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You have to stop this before it goes anywhere else because you've made it clear. You <laughs> already said you're not bringing Mike Yo back. You already said you're not bringing Mike, which means you are initiating a coaching search. You have a guy who has coached two Metropolitan Division teams in the last ten years. Won a cup with one, bounced you from the playoffs with the other, and went to two ECF game sevens with Tampa Fucking Bay with the lineups that he had on that team. Those teams had no business being in a game seven ECF with Tampa Fucking Bay. Yeah, like twice. He, he, with Cal Clutterbuck and Pellich
1: and all these and, and, and Nick Letty, like all these guys that he he, he made. He just made them an extremely good team. Like he cuts down the shots, uh, the goals against. He cuts down the the, the shots against. Uh, a structured, structured team that he made. He yeah. puts on the ice. And like another thing with that, like if trots comes to Philadelphia, we have that elite goaltender that Newton, that the Islanders just didn't have. We have Carter Hart. Yeah. We have Fedotov.
2: And down. listen to this. His one C isn't a Barzell. It's a it's a Sean Couturier. That's a Barry Trotz one C. Yeah,
1: that's a good I mean, point. Drew. That's a really good point, actually. I didn't even—I like, did think about that, but like now that you're actually saying it out loud, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that has I become mean, priority number one for
2: me, man. Over Goudreau, over over anything, over the draft, over the lottery. Barry trots has become the number one priority for me.
1: Yeah, I'm slowly kind of getting away from Goudreau. I mean, if it happens, I'll, I'm going to Dick's Sporting Goods and getting a jersey. But I mean, I'm not bounding on the table as much as I was like a month ago. But yeah, I I think he. Ha- Trots would be awful for Frost, just saying. Yeah, I said, I said this to Danny four days ago. I said, if we get Trots, you can tell Frost to go take a hike. Well, that, that was for
2: Torts. I actually think – Torts, oh, yeah, you're Frost, right, yeah. I actually think Frost would succeed under Trots.
1: Yeah, I think he would too because – now I don't know why I was thinking of a Trots. It was definitely Tortorella. If Tortorella, he could definitely take a hike. But, <laughs> I mean, like, Bavillier kind of reminds me of a Frost kind of skill set. I think Frost is a little bit more skilled than
2: Bavillier. Like it- It's about the culture, though, right? Like, so for instance, if if Trots will be awful, awful for Frost. Just saying, why is that? Well, that's because Trots is a good coach who won't hesitate to bench someone being irresponsible. So, but I think Frost being under Trots, especially going into a training camp and into the season, I think the finished product of a Morgan Frost under Barry Trots will be way better than that. If if we hired like a Jim Montgomery, yeah like it may be a rough patch in the beginning but what i'm saying is it it's because the culture is so shitty for the flyers there's no accountability here and if it takes a little takes a little accountability to get to get guys in line i mean i'm i'm so here for that i feel like trots is the perfect guy for that like we we constantly complain about forwards cheating up on the play we constantly complain about like the defense not being in the right spots in front of the net these are all things that trots is going to come in and address and that's why i want trots
1: yeah, I mean, and and I remember seeing a couple people on Twitter talking about dump and chase, uh, kind of structure. But you you kind of hit the nail on the head when you were like, yeah, he can, but he switches up his style of attack throughout periods. Like if, if he comes out on of the first period, he sees that you're you're kind of cheating the dump and chase, and he'll he'll, he'll play that puck possession game, enter the zone with yeah. with possession with speed, and find a guy. If he sees you cheating up on the blue line a little bit, dump the puck and go chase it. I mean, like like you said, he's really good coach on the fly he makes
2: adjustments it's not just one kind of great at game planning man. specific to his opponents just specific to his lineup what he has one thing that i will say is he learns like yeah. i feel like a lot of other coaches, like when he adjusts like he he learns like he'll be like i know how they play now and he'll tell his team dump it in now chase them into the boards the flyers aren't ready for this and then like, it'll work that's the shit he does. Like after two periods of play, he'll be like, oh, they're cheating up. They're cheating up. Keep it deep. Keep it deep. Keep the forecheck on And Just like that, they 3 nothing deficit gets cut to 3-3, three, three, and the Islanders once again come back on us because they are never out of a game because they take it a fucking possession at a time, a shift at a time. They let their fourth line go in, set the tone, and then they just keep setting the tone until right, so they wear you down.
1: I, I keep looking at the bottom of the screen, and I keep seeing New Jersey number two, and it, it keeps pissing me
2: off. Okay, like, it makes me, makes me absolutely me stick. Makes me absolutely sick because I feel like this was well for the last couple of months. This was what we were waiting for. Yep. The excitement See, of
1: this—that's what scares me about Trots. Like we spent all these months getting excited for this. This let us down. Now we're now we're like
2: Trots or bust. That's probably going to let us down. So who? Well, like, that's who, in our control. Gonna... That's in our control, though. Yeah. So control. like I can't I can't go to this and be mad at Chuck. And the Flyers, if they don't don't go out and get Barry Trotz and make proper aggressive retool changes this year, uh oh, uh oh, we're about to be angry.
1: Oh, you just scared me. I thought something
2: happened. (laughs) (laughs) I see Boston Carolina kicking off right there behind you. Yeah, they
1: literally just dropped the puck.
2: Big Sixers game tonight. Phillies play tonight. Sixers, yeah, another ten
1: minutes. This was fun though. This was something we got to do more of for sure. Got to get Danny a webcam. (laughs) Yeah. Got to get me a webcam. My my
2: camera's out there. My set my setup is dangerously close to being finished. See no no
1: like Dank, you're right. Like Savoy is my guy now. I want Savoy. I want Savoy now. That's my guy. If oh oh, without a doubt that's saying if one of these guys in the top four don't fall now, like I said before this even started, like it's going to depend on New Jersey's Arizona and Seattle's draft scouting department. Like I said, Seattle and New Jersey love their defensemen. So could Nemec and Yearcheck go two and three, or I mean two and four? And then you got either Slavovsky or Cooley with Arizona, and we get one of those two guys. Like it's it's going to depend on the draft. It's going to be a very fun draft. Um, I do think there's going to be someone that's going to fall to us. Uh, but if not, Matthew Savoy, let's do it.
0: I really like Savoy. I re- one of the things that you notice in play. In the playoffs this year, every team has one guy who can just burn people, and I don't know if we really have that guy on the Flyers.
1: Tippett's pretty fast, but I mean, he's not the guy I'm going into a playoff series like exactly. counting on to burn. Actually, like yeah, I,
2: sure. up until I'd say about maybe even the bubble, I would have I would have said that was Travis Konecny. Now I, I'm unsure about. It. He does not have that same jolt that he used to. That same confidence. Yeah. But Eddie, he finished the season well, man. Oh my gosh.
0: When the
1: pressure's off. Dude, that, Andy, talk Bingo. about JVR.
0: Bingo.
2: JVR. This is what I say about JVR. JVR had 11 goals up until the trade deadline and then finished with what? <laughs> he, he, he finished with what, like 24? So Claude Giroux goes and the expectation goes. And just like that, he can pat that up. And it's just so dudes can be like, oh, buddy, scored 24. He had 11 at the deadline. In games that actually – Yes. yes. Orange and black, fuck JVR. In games that actually matter. And I, I said this at nauseum: a, a game that we need, Game Twenty, at TD Garden against Boston on TNT. Mm. Invisible, getting clamped, no. minus three on the night. Game eighty-two against Ottawa at home. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he might get a couple power play goals in that game. That's just that's the that's the kind of player JVR has always been, though. I mean, like this honestly isn't a surprise. I mean, I said it on the pod.
1: He's been here for how long? And He's done nothing of worth noting. He's not going to go down as one of those great all-time great flyers. He's been here since I was like seven, eight years old. he He's not, he doesn't like suck, but he's not as good as he should be. He's not $7 million. Good. He's not top six in your lineup. Good. Like, I was when we signed him. I was told, "Oh, he's this power play guy who scores thirty plus goals." Like he was playing with Austin Matthews and 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 William Nylander and, and Mitch Marner. Like he was sitting in front of a net and letting these guys do their thing. Morgan Riley. He's not someone that you can depend on. He's. Really, I mean, Danny made a great point on the podcast. He sat in the playoffs. What seven million dollar guy do you see that sits in the playoffs? He has to go next year. He cannot be here next year if Chuck wants to go on ESPN and all these other – wants to have his press conference and talking about an aggressive rebuild and how we want to win games next year. He has to not be here. You James, cannot can
2: have you, him in here. Sorry to interrupt you. Can you pull up the Flyers stat leaders from this season? Yeah, I'll be able to get to that. Just give me a second. All right, perfect. But, but like, so Raj, take a gander at, at this disgraceful stats list. In a year where historically scoring is up this year, like scoring is up this year. I've seen teams go, well, like uh, Taylor Hall had 70 points in 82 games, but the season scoring is inflated. So that's really not even that impressive. And I'm sitting here like, my top score is 50. Is that inflated? Like, how bad were we? No. Yeah. And it wasn't inflated. Like you said, the JVR had 11
1: goals going up to the trade deadline. Once things stopped mattering, I mean, it stopped mattering in like November. But when it really started not matter, when we were like almost mathematically eliminated
2: from the playoffs, he Yeah, like impressed. when no one showed up to games anymore. Yeah, basically. So in a year where scoring is up, for instance, like I said, I saw fan bases talk about their 70 point score and say that is disappointing because it is a like scoring is inflated this year. There's been more goals in the league, more power plays called something like that. Scoring is inflated, apparently. And 52 is our lead. Points. Austin Matthews is 60 goals. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, we are awful. And, and the worst part of it all, look oh, at that one man. through 18 salary cap ceiling. It, yeah. This is not the Coyotes where that's the cap floor. That is a salary cap ceiling team.
1: Did you see them tweet out uh, like that, that graphic of like it was Ackeson, Brown, Limblom and somebody else talking about how like they're going to be better next year and stuff. I'm like, two of these guys might not even be on the team next year. And we got these, we got the Flyers tweeting out. Oh, yeah, the I, don't don't really a, I don't do not care about plus minus, but Sandheim I don't had care about plus minus, season. but
2: yeah, I actually I, I like the way Sanheim.
1: Yeah, he's playing for uh, Canada in the in the uh, World Cup, I think. So no, I think yeah, he's definitely playing.
0: Our third point overall point scorer was Trey at that deadline. So,
2: this is funny as shit, though. JVR still couldn't pass Claude in points. You know, I fuck with Frost, barely passed them in goals. But
1: Frost having less points than Sean Couturier, despite Sean Couturier not even playing like
2: half the season, is funny as shit. It is funny as shit. And, And listen, not to sound like like, a, like I'm blindly defending Frost. But like whenever I look at his stats, I always take it with a grain of salt just because of the amount of games where he was either benched in the third period, benched in OT, or playing on a fourth line for nine minutes. Yeah, with, with, with Zach McKinnon. What, what, like, what I care about is, and you know this like more than anyone, is like the, the, those last 20 games after the deadline where you just saw him progressing every single game, get more and more comfortable with, with good line mates too, not fourth liners, with line mates that he will play with in the future. Yeah, I mean, uh, look what
1: Sean, Sean Couturier said in his exit interview. I told you what he said. Yeah, he how, said it was the best, best line, best line, the last twenty games, Now he's excited for them to be a big part of this, uh, the solution here. So yeah, I mean, I fully expect Frost to to, to not not bulk up, but like get better this off season, work on his shot, like he said he wanted to come back next off season, uh, next season, and if he doesn't improve next season, then I, I think we can start talking about trading him. But now,
2: Seamus, that that top three right there is crazy. Is, is, al- is almost poetic. It's crazy. Like if you had to yeah. ask me who who it was, that would have been my top three. That is, yeah, wow, what, for plus minus. Yeah, look at Keith Yandle, man. Oh, a walking cone. This season was was over <laughs> the minute that we all recognized in the fan base that he was actively losing us games in November, and the organization told us to fuck off.
1: Refuse, Refused, nah, we're, refused we're gonna keep to take them. him
2: out. I know. I remember it was a game against the Dallas Stars. I think it was or. It might have been the stars or the centers. I'm not sure, but we were up like 2-0 in that game. We get scored on 2 1, and then we have a power play. And he coughs up it. we're on the power play. Yeah, and he coughs it up at the blue line to let on a 2 1 0 the other way, shorthanded. They tie the game, end up winning the game. And then from there, I, I believe that game was when everything went downhill.
1: The season from hell ends with the New Jersey Devils hopping up to the second pick in the end.
2: It's almost fitting, right?
1: <laughs> we gave him a goddamn. Yeah, we did. We did. I wonder how that negotiation went. How do you give somebody who's on the on obviously the back end of his career a no move clause, knowing that he's not very good? I think hey, I honestly hey, think Thompson, thirty seven years old.
2: The Flyers were looking to save any bit of money. That I think that he was like, all right. Well, instead of me taking like one point oh two five mil, I'll take eight hundred k if you just give me the NMC.
1: Probably I like, something like that.
2: Yeah. But it ended up being awful. Get Ryan Ellis. By the way, what is up with the Ryan Ellis situation? I see one report saying that he doesn't have beef with the organization. I see another one saying that he refuses to talk to the trainers on the team. And then another one that everything's fine. I don't know what the hell's going on with Ryan Ellis.
1: Um, I'll get to that right after this. All right, Jen's gonna take the wife out for a nice dinner before I sell her to convince Josh to come here. <laughs> take care and let's fucking go T L Y. Thank you, Shame. Yeah, bro, Sheamus is the man for sure. I'll Thank talk you, to you bleed. bleed orange. Appreciate you, dude. You're the so man, bro. For
2: everything that we do and we appreciate you so much.
1: Um Ryan Ellis is apparently I don't think he's going to get surgery. It's still up in the air, but like said he loves it here and he's going to he wants to be part of the solution. So like I I told you his press comments made me feel a little bit better.
2: How? Is How it in the air? What are up with these reports? And then I have um, some reports saying that, like, it, out of nowhere, that Ivan Provorov is apparently a dick, and no one <laughs> in the organization likes him. Like, where does this shit come from?
1: I think it's just people throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it, seeing if it sticks. That's what
2: I think it is. It wouldn't ultimately. be the first time. Wouldn't be the first. It happens thing. a lot. in, in, in It Flyers does, especially universe. around summertime, doesn't it? Yeah, it happens a lot. It does happen. Is that a goal that was just scored? I see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Carolina. This was fun, Yes,
2: though. dude, this was a big game for Carolina. If they're able to pull this one out, I think they'd put Boston down in game six.
1: I hope so. I'm so tired of watching Boston in the playoffs. I am so tired of watching that team.
2: I'm scared for the Sixers game. Yeah, I'm hyped I'm, for that. I'm to get something to eat. I'm tired. I'm to get something to eat. They, they win this game, that game six in Philly. Oh my oh, god. My, I, Shut we, it down. Dude, oh my goodness.
1: If 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 the tickets are insane, we should literally if, if they win tonight, we have to, like, we should all try to go to the Xfinity or something.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not right. saying get blackout drunk, least. but like yeah. got I, it I don't want to go to the game.
1: I yeah, sort of why, but I'm not spending like $500 on a, on a Sixers ticket. I mean, that
2: mean
0: that. Dude, I I hope a hope closed out game either. and round two it...
1: against Jimmy Butler, like come on, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the entire like Philly, like that area is going to be absolutely insane on Thursday. I might but call out on Friday. Yo, <laughs> yeah.
2: I might need, to. Might need <laughs> to. Can't come in. Come on, dude. Come on, Harden. Yeah, facts. Come on, give me some threes
1: tonight. All right.
0: Well, this who, was fun. who do you think the player of the game is for the Sixers. I'm thinking player it's of a Maxi game. game. Yeah,
1: I was, like, I was literally just gonna say Maxi or Embiid. I don't I'm think it's like I'm do thinking
2: Ma- mask masked Embiid in Miami hits a big play to dagger him and shushes him like stumpstone.
1: Yeah,
2: think he hits him with another shush. I think we're going on the complete wrench revenge tour this year. We hit the airplane last round, we're hitting the shush again in miami <laughs> like it. again I and then we're gonna go into boston we're gonna go into boston with al horford on boston and mb's gonna dunk on him to get to the fucking finals <laughs> that's what i want Brian. i want it all give it give it to me the hard way you al got had his
0: number you got all has Milwaukee. his whole career
2: I, I i think i do think boston could beat Milwaukee. i think it goes seven though i do think it goes seven. yeah i mean that's a great series But I do think that they pull it out in the end. Boston just seems like they got this, like, swagger to them right now, dude.
1: Jersey Jersey Mears one less cherry. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, for sure.
2: There's one last cherry on top of our shit. So, Dude, arguably the only team in the Metro that you could point to and be like, yeah, they might be below us on the totem pole. Not anymore, probably. Nope. Especially if they get trots, but they don't have the money for trots, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I mean, they just, I mean, not that uh, player salary matters when it comes to paying a coach, but yeah. I don't, I don't see them giving Trotz the money yeah. that he wants. But Actually, I mean, then,
2: when it comes, as far as it comes to coaching, like it's all about the the financial backing. If yeah. your team has a good financial backing, you're in the running for any coach. Like, like people act like, like why would Trotz want to come here? Like, dude, does he not like eight million dollars? Like, I, like does he not like that? I mean, that's when why people coaches are... leave.
1: People aren't talking about Boudreau enough, too. Like, that's a possible chance as well. So, I mean, if he's, if he's available, I, it, it, it goes trots than him, and then we'll go
2: into the Montgomery, Tortorello, Tockett, all that. I'm happy but. that we no longer have to dive into that pool of coaches now. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and you were on the podcast. Like, like, we were, like <laughs> it's, it's a skimmy selection. It's a skimpy selection of coaches. And now it has just been bolstered up. And For I'm sure. Excited.
1: I'm excited. not excited about New Jersey, though, but I mean, well, I'm, I'm not going to get over it. I'm going to keep mentioning it. I'm going to be texting you
2: tonight, Danny. Oh, really? Dude, it is absolutely ridiculous, and we're going to be back on here for the draft, and we're still probably going to be just as mad when they pick a guy that we watched highlights for for the last six months. Yep.
0: yep. Bring me Savoy. That's, all, that's how I'll leave this. Bring
1: me Matthew Savoy or somebody that drops. But, yes. I'm here for that. Gonna yeah, we're gonna head out too, but we're gonna head out. Appreciate all the content you guys push out. This was a blast. Good night, boys. Good night, Dank. Appreciate you, brother.
2: Thanks for sticking with us through the season. Yeah. Anyone I mean... who's anyone who toughed out this flyer season, different breed. Like if you <laughs> and you're still a Flyers fan, like you're actively engaging in conversations, and like you're you're a beast. Different. For sure. For sure.
0: All right. I'm gonna end it now, but thanks for letting yeah. me help you guys out
2: and uh, yeah, that, James, appreciate, you, appreciate you she appreciate the viewers i hopped in here and was like what wizardry went on in here <laughs> so thank you dude yeah. i have no idea what the what any of this stuff was all
3: right see you guys draft night see you buddy yes sir